2012. I'm your host, David Tanner. Glad you could be with us today on Main Menu. It's always good to have you with us every week here on Main Menu, and we thank you for inviting your friends and uh, associates to be here also with us on Main Menu, whether you're listening to the stream or whether you're getting us by podcast or whether you're downloading the show from the website or listening to us on one of the many radio reading services. We are very pleased to have you with us. And we are excited that we get the opportunity to meet with you and hear your suggestions and uh, recommendations about what you'd like for us to be talking about here on Main Menu through many sources. We appreciate all of those of you that uh, visit the webpage every week, and we uh, appreciate those of you on the Main Menu mailing list. We say hello to those of you on the Main Menu Twitter page, following us on Twitter. Do want to give you a little bit more of an update on things since the end of our contest back in January. As many of you had asked for, and I told you we would do, we have posted the three files of the NVDA materials that were on the CDs that are given to the two winners of our contest, and you can find the information about that on the webpage. There is an announcement there that gives you the links to where to download those zip files from. And, in fact, you can download them right from the webpage. So, where is the webpage? Well, the main menu webpage is at http colon slash slash www.mainmenu.acbradio.org. And you can go there, and one of the first announcements, I think actually is the second announcement you'll see in the announcements on the front page of the website, will give you the information that you need, and you probably could even click on the link right there in the in the announcement and go right on out and download those files from right from there. And now let's go ahead and get going on what we've got going for today as far as presentations, because we do have a rather full lineup of things for you today. We start out this show with Ernest McCulloch with a review and demonstration of a web page that has a variety of help guides and guides to using JAWS with a variety of software and with Windows XP, Windows Vista, and Windows 7. And he takes us on a really good tour of the site, shows you how best to use the site and what keys will work best with JAWS to read that site and get the information. Then Rich Cavallero, another new member to the main menu staff, comes along and Rich is going to be talking to us and showing us some things and telling us the new features and the latest firmware software release for the Braille Sense note takers and the Voice Sense note takers from Hims. He's going to tell us what the new features are. He's going to give us a little bit of information on how to get the software upgrades. And the software upgrades are free, so all you are going to need to do is follow Rich's instructions of where to get the files and what to do with them in order to update your unit to the very latest software and newest features of your Braille Sense or Voice Sense. Then David Tanner 
comes along and we are going to talk about how to get that music from your vinyl records and how to get the music or whatever you might have on cassette tape into mp3 or wave digital files on your computer and also how you could take that records that you got in that great record collection that you've got or cassettes that you've got and go right from the record or see cassette right straight to cd using one piece of software it's completely accessible i'm going to walk you through setting it all up and tell you what it's going to do for you and what you're going to end up with and even let you hear a sample of the finished product after we get through doing the process and then after my review of vinyl to to disc then david whitbridge from vision australia is going to come along and he's going to show you how to use the voiceover web rotor on your mac to browse web pages and how to set it for different settings to make it possible to go through various pages on the internet Hi, I'm Chase Crispin, the executive producer of Main Menu. I'm here today to invite you, the listener, to submit to Main Menu. Do you have an accessible game, appliance, piece of software, hardware device, or anything else that you would like to demo that you have not heard about here on Main Menu? If so, are you interested in submitting a review of this product to Main Menu? If so, please first email mainmenu at acbradio.org. In that email, make sure to tell us what you would like to cover for Main Menu. If this is a topic that we are interested in and has not been recently covered, we will be glad to have you submit this piece to the show. Begin to record your piece by eliminating all background noise, including TVs, radios, other people talking, loud fans, etc. If applicable, turn down the speech rate on the device that you are demoing. Once you have recorded your file, it is recommended that you edit the submission. If you can save your file in MP3 format, please encode your file at 128 kbps, 44.1 kilohertz, stereo. If you must use another format, bit rate, or sampling rate, we can take care of the conversion for you. However, we recommend that you get your submission to us in the format previously mentioned. It is also recommended that you edit your piece. This may include editing out long pauses, mistakes, a lot of ums, or other fumble words. If you are not able to edit your piece but you feel it needs edited, please email us at mainmenu at acbradio.org and someone on the Main Menu production team can edit your submission for you. You can also contact the production team by visiting mainmenu.acbradio.org and clicking on the staff directory link. Once you have your file ready, please contact us at the email address previously mentioned and we will let you know how to get your submission to us, and we will also let you know when it will be able to be aired on the show. We appreciate your continued interest and support in ACB Radio's main menu, and we look forward to hearing you on the show.
Hello everyone. I'm Ernest Makala for ACB Radio's Main Menu. Today, I'd like to review a website that will be of particular interest to all of us JAWS users. This website has a collection of various guides for various Windows operating systems, as well as various Windows-related email programs, audio, and so much more. The name of this website is the VIP JAWS Guides website, and you can get there by going to http colon slash slash vip period c h o w o period c o period u k slash jaws hyphen guides slash i just happen to be at that website at this moment and the best way to navigate this website to get to the contents of what you really want is to navigate by the landmark key which is semicolon I'm going to do that now and go to the main landmark. Banner landmark, navigation landmark, main landmark. By the way, I hope that the speech is intelligible and slow enough for you to understand. So from here, we're going to read a little bit and see what this website has to offer us JAWS users. Main landmark heading level 2 JAWS guides. All the guides below are written in XHTML. If you distribute copies of these, we would be grateful if the source is acknowledged and that no charge is made. Heading level 3 JAWS bullet link numeric keypad bullet link reading text heading level 3 win windows. Okay, so it has a couple of guides for JAWS. One of them being the numeric keypad, which, by the way, is an essential part of learning how to use JAWS. Blank, bullet, link, reading text. Reading text as well. That's another facet of JAWS that you have to become familiar with. Now, instead of me reading with the JAWS read command, I'm going to go down with the arrow key to see what else this website has to offer us JAWS users. Blank, heading level 3, Windows XP. Windows XP. Bullet, link, menus. Bullet, link, controls. And dash button, edit boxes, list view, sliders, etc. Bullet link dialog boxes. Bullet link open and save as dialog. Bullet link Windows Explorer. Bullet link start menu. Bullet link running program. Wow. So as you can see, there's a lot of information pertaining to Windows XP and how to use it. Bullet link editing text. Blank. Okay. Very interesting. Let's see what else this website has to offer. Heading level 3 Windows Vista. Bullet link Windows Explorer. Bullet link open and save dialog. Bullet link start menu. Blank. Not bad, huh? Let's see what else we can discover here. Heading level 3, Windows 7. Windows 7. Bullet link Windows Explorer. Bullet link taskbar. And dash which covers the start menu, the taskbar button, and the notification area. Blank. Excellent. Now, it's interesting to note that you can also navigate by headings. Remember, when you get to this website, the easiest way to primarily navigate to the main sections is to use the semicolon key in JAWS, that is the landmark key. And you press that until you get to the main landmark. And from there, you can use the headings key, which is the H key. Let's see what else this website has to offer us. Heading level three, World Wide Web. World Wide Web. Now, we're not going to go into that, but we're just going to use the heading key to see what else. Email heading level three. Email. That's another one of my favorite subjects. What else do we have here? Bullet link email. Well, email. That's another one of my favorite subjects. So under the email section... Let's see what programs this JAWS Guides website has. Bullet Link Outlook Express. Bullet Link Windows Mail. Bullet Link Windows Live Mail 2011. Windows Live Mail 2011. And... Bullet Link Gmail. Gmail. And dash Google's web-based email, which is known as Gmail in most countries, but Google Mail in Germany, Austria, and the UK due to existing trademarks. Blank. Heading level 3 audio. Audio. Now, audio is my favorite subject. Let's see what this website has to offer us. 
Bullet Link Audacity 1.3.13. Audacity, which is a very, very good free open source multi track editor. And that's a free multi track audio editor. Bullet Link Windows Media Player 11. Windows Media Player 11. Okay. So that about wraps up this review of the VIP JAWS Guides page. Once again, you can access this web page with the browser of your choice by going to http colon slash slash vip period co period co period uk slash jaws hyphen guides slash. Once again, that is http colon vip period cho period co period uk slash jaws hyphen guides slash if you have any questions regarding this review of this website feel free to email me at ernest e-r-n-e-s-t dot mccullough m-double-c-u-double-l-o-u-g-h at gmail.com once again that's ernest e-r-n-e-s-t dot mccullough m double c u double l o u g h at gmail dot com for acb radio's main menu i'm ernest mccullough Hello, Main Menu listeners. This is Rich Cavallaro, and I'm here today to talk about the latest free update for the Hims family of note-takers. This is version 6.2, and it is a free update for all models of Sense note-takers. It is worth mentioning that the three big features in this release are NMS support for the BrailleSense Plus, the BrailleSense on hand, the BrailleSense Plus QWERTY, and the VoiceSense QWERTY. You notice... I left out the Browsons Classic and the original voice sense with a Perkins style keyboard. The reason for this is those two models are the exception. If you have those two models, although there is a version of 6.2 for your note taker, there is no NLS support. I'll explain why in a minute. You also get the ability to write and read documents in Spanish across all models, including the classic and the original voice sense. And you get support for the optional Sense Dictionary, which can be purchased for $180 US. Now, you're probably wondering, why is there no NMS support in the BrailleSense Classic or VoiceSense original? This is because of technical limitations and the fact that those devices are using much older hardware with smaller flash disks. The way that HIMSS has done this for NLS support is after you install the update on the BrailleSense Plus, the BrailleSense Plus QWERTY, the BrailleSense on hand, and the VoiceSense QWERTY only, you must format the flash disk. A protected hidden partition is created. That is where the NLS key is stored. And because all those units that I just mentioned have big 4GB flash disks, they are able to do this. The BrailleSense Classic and VoiceSense Original have very small flash disks, so they are not technically able to create this protected hidden partition. So, let's talk about installation. You first, on all devices, back up your data, your settings, and your documents. Even if you're running a Classic, uh, if you're using a BrailleSense Classic or a VoiceSense Original, I recommend backing up just to be on the safe side. You should always back up before updating anything, in my opinion. And then you 
connect your unit to AC power and either via Ethernet or Wi-Fi, or if you wish to not update over the internet, you um, install the software. I'll talk about both installation methods. To install the, the online method, U from the main programs menu, U for utilities, and U for upgrade. If you're connected to the internet, the note taker will go out and check if new firmware is available. If it is, it will download and then install it. To do with the offline method, you go to the HIMSYNC website and go to the resource center, choose your note taker, and download a zip file. This zip file will contain three files, which you put in the root of a USB thumb drive or SD card. You then choose offline from that upgrade screen, the first one after pushing U for utilities and U for upgrade. The unit will then check for a newer version of the firmware. If it finds it, it will install. Once you have finished the upgrade, if you are running a BrailleSense Plus, BrailleSense Plus QWERTY, VoiceSense QWERTY, or BrailleSense on hand, you will need to format your flash disk by going to the format option under utilities for that protected hidden partition to be created. You then can restore your settings and copy your data back to the flash disk. For NLS support, you have to um, go into your unit and get your key number and uh, you will need to provide that to HIMS once after of course you have added a new player and NLS has verified your information and you will get an email from HIMS and they will ask you about your key number and model of note taker. I will show you using my voice sense query where you would get the key number. So I'm going to turn on my voice sense query. And I'm just going to slow the speech down. Okay, so we're going to go to the help menu with H. And we're going to arrow down to... Information about the voice sense, of course, will be different depending on what note taker you're using. Now, if I hit enter... You have copyright info, and if I down arrow, the you will see that one of the options is the key number, and that is a five-digit number that you can then put into the email to him, along with your note-taker model. You will then get a email back with a KXO file. To install the NLS key, you will get the KXO file from HIMSS, put that NLS key in the root of your flash disk, and then start playing an NLS book. If the book starts playing, you will have authorized your unit for NLS, and all is good to go. And since this unit has a web browser, you can actually download the books using the web browser, and unzip them and play them right on your note taker without needing to use a PC. So... Besides NOS support, you have the ability to read and write documents in Spanish, and this feature is available across all models. And there's a language option or global options, and you can switch between English and Spanish, and you'll get a Spanish version of Eloquence. And you also have the ability to use the Sense Dictionary across all models. I do not have this here, so I'm unable to demonstrate it, but if I do get it at some point in the future, I might uh, definitely come back on Main Menu and do a demonstration of that. To download version 6.2, by the way, you can go to hymns-inc.com, and you can download it from there, or, of course, do it via the online method. 
But that is a bit about version 6.2. I hope you've enjoyed it, and thank you for listening. Welcome. Today, what I want to do is review a software called Vinyl to Disc. It's from a company called NCH. The company is from Australia. Their website is www.nch.com.au. That's because they're from Australia. Again, www.nch.com.au. The software that I'm going to be showing you is software I got fairly recently, and it has really, I think, answered uh, some questions about what I could get that would make life easier for me. I have quite a record collection, and I've been wanting to get that record collection into MP3s and get it uh, where I could play it uh, on my iPod or my iPhone or my BookSense, however I wanted to play it uh, in a much more portable format than on a uh, big record album. Of course, I can't very well carry a record um, uh, player around in my pocket and I could carry my music in my pocket the other way. So... I had been doing it the hard way and recording uh, using audio software and then doing all of the editing and so forth required. And that is just more than a lot of people have time to do uh, or have the ambition to want to learn the audio software. Well, this software will make it a lot easier for you to accomplish that. And so I am going to show you how to use this NCH Vinyl 2 desk software. What I'm going to actually show you in the demo that I'm going to do is how to get from record to an MP3 file and then tell you that once you have the MP3 file, it's a very simple process then if you want to go ahead from the MP3 or WAV file and make an audio CD or a data CD that you could play on a regular audio CD player or on a CD player that would also play MP3s. So let's go ahead and get into the review. And if you have any questions after the review, feel free to email me and I'd be more happy to try to answer your questions. And hopefully all your questions will get answered here in the review. Okay, so the first thing we wanna do is we want to set up this software so that it will do what we want it to do and we can do that very simply we're going to go to the file menu Alt F, menu file menu open recording wizard control plus w to navigate press and down arrow w we're going to go to the recording wizard which is our first choice there so we're going to hit enter, enter leaving menus list view zero items to move the items use the arrow keys golden records wizard dialog welcome to the golden records recording setup wizard this wizard will help you set up your audio hardware and let you calibrate your recording volume in order to achieve optimal results click the next button to start the wizard welcome to the golden records recording setup wizard this wizard will help you Set up your audio hardware and let you calibrate your recording volume in order to achieve optimal results. Click the next button to start the wizard. Don't show this wizard at start again. Checkbox checked. So clear check mark. Press space bar. Okay. Now, uh, I did not have this set so that it came up as soon as the software came up. I have it where I, I go to the file menu and start the wizard. So um, it is not checked to start next time. And we're going to tab now. Tab, next greater button to activate and rest space bar. Alt plus N. Again, what this software is going to do is help us to set up everything that we need in order to do our recording. And so as we walk through this, I'm going to explain what 
it's asking us about and talk about our options a bit. And so let's hit the space bar here. Space, select a recording source colon, vinyl record radio button checked, one of two to change the selection with right. down arrow. So it says, what's your source? And we're sending on vinyl record. I'm going to hit the down arrow. Cassette tape left parent using any connection mode, right parent radio button checked, okay. two of two to change the selection, press so... up or down arrow. Our choices are from vinyl or from cassette tape. I'm going to go back up to the up arrow. Vinyl record radio button checked. One of two. To change the selection, press up or down arrow. Okay. On vinyl record, all it said was vinyl record. On cassette, it said from uh, cassette tape from any connection. So we'll talk about that a little bit here just for pretty soon. All right. And let's tab. Tab. Connection mode via amber green dash amber radio button checked. One of two. To change the selection, press up or down arrow. All right. And our choices there are from amp or preamp is our first choice, and we down arrow. Connection mode, direct phono to computer radio button checked, two of two, to and change the, the selection, second press up or down arrow. choice is direct from a phonograph. And we are going to do it through a mixer and into the computer, so we're going to go back up. Connection mode via amp or green dash amp radio button checked, one of two, and to change the selection, press up or down arrow. So basically, basically, I'm coming in by a preamp that is hooked to the turntable and then it is hooked to my mixer. And so that's the most appropriate setting for me. Uh, for you, it's gonna depend on what kind of a turntable you're using and how you choose to do that. If you have a record player that you wanna use, and you have appropriate jacks, you could hook, um, like there are cables that you can get that would go like from stereo speakers to a single um, eighth inch stereo jack that could be hooked into the input into your computer. Uh, there are also turntables out there uh, that uh, you might have or could get uh, if you were looking for a turntable to do this with that are, have a USB connection and they would then be hooking directly to your computer. And my suggestion would be if you're thinking about getting a USB turntable that will hook directly to your computer, the people that make this software, NCH, have quite a write-up on using USB turntables and what to look for and so forth on their web page, on the page that covers this uh, vinyl to disc or LP to disc uh, software. And I would strongly suggest that you go out there and, and click on that link uh, for USB turntables and go and read some of the information they have there. Um, without me spending a whole lot of time and going into that, it's an excellent resource and I would strongly suggest you take a look at that. And that'll give you a good idea of what's available and what you want to look for uh, in a turntable that would be a USB turntable that plugs directly into your computer. All right. And now let's tab again. Tab recording speed 33 slash 45 slash 78 RPM radio button checked. One of three to change the selection right. press up or down arrow. And so we, yeah, we're going to be coming from a 33 and a third album. So that's what we'd want. Well, let's see what your other choices are here, though. Recording speed 33 RPM played at 45 RPM radio button checked. Two of three <laughs> to change the selection press oh, up or down arrow. Oh, a 33 RPM record played at 45. Well, that would be interesting, but obviously they can compensate for that and know how to do that. 
Recording speed 78 RPM played at 45 RPM radio button check. Three of three. Oh, change the selection with the down arrow. RPM record. Uh, a 78 RPM. Is a, in other words, one of these real old 78 records and you want to record it. Uh, they can take those records and you can play that record at 45 and they can actually make the adjustment so that it sounds right even if you played it Dropbox at 45. Dropbox folder files were changed in your Dropbox folder. Uh, yeah, and so so they could even take that 78 RPM record that maybe you don't have a turntable that'll play a 78, but you have a newer turntable that does have 45, uh, which most of your turntables do still have that, um, and they can make it sound right, even though it's not played originally at the right speed. So that's pretty cool. Let's gonna go, we're gonna go back up, though. Recording speed, recording speed 33 slash 45 slash 78 RPM radio button check. One of three. Okay. change the selection, press and up or down arrow. we wanted it set there because we are going to be doing an album, uh, uh, a 33 and a third album, uh, played at 33, so, uh, that's where we want to put. Tab, plus back button to activate press space bar. Tab, next greater button to activate press space bar. Alt plus N. Tab, for vinyl records, colon, set the player's stylus to sit near the end of any track and wait until the track is completed. For cassette tapes, colon, fast forward the tape to near the end of any track and wait until the track is completed. Once the audio reaches the end of the track, click the measure noise floor button. Golden records wizard dialogue. For vinyl records, colon, set... All right, and so now I have my needle set a little before the end of the song. And cancel button. I'm on the cancel button. I'm going to tab. Tab, help button to tab. Measure noise floor button to activate. And there's the noise measure noise floor button. And I'm going to turn my record on. And as soon as that hits measure noise floor, I'm going to shut up my speech so it can measure the uh, the noise floor. Space help button to activate press space bar. All right, now we have measured the noise floor, and it should have an idea of what we want there. Now for the sound, um, what this is going to sound like, and the silence between the two songs, and. Um, of course, it wasn't able to hear us, so so um, hopefully that should have worked okay. Uh, and now we're going to go ahead and tab over. Tab, measure noise floor button to activate. Press tab, manually specify noise floor, colon, checkbox, not check. Okay, check, press space you bar. could manually uh, put in a number there, but the problem is uh, you probably, it's going to be difficult for you to guess at that because not every record sounds the same between songs. Some will have more rumble or more static for whatever reason. Maybe there's uh, dirt on the disc or uh, whatever. And so setting a manual number may be difficult to do. All right. Tab, list back button. Tab, next greater button to activate rest space. space. After recording is completed, apply the following tools to the audio colon. Select audio restoration. DC offset correction checkbox checked. We're going to do that. Tap high dash pass filtering checkbox checked. So clear check mark. Okay, and these are all the things, again, that we can do um, after the recording has been saved. We can have it go through and clean it all up for us. We can have it 
check uh, that everything is exactly the way it needs to be. App automatic click slash pop reduction checkbox check to clear check mark. Press Waste space clear up. Clicks and pops and scratches and all that. App noise reduction checkbox check to clear check mark. Press space bar. And we can get noise reduction at the same time. App normalization checkbox check to clear check mark. And we can get it to do normalization, which adjusts the volume to make sure it's not recorded too loud or too softly. App list back button to activate. App finish button to activate. And Press there's space my finish button. Space list view graphic 366 right. one of one to move the items use the arrow keys recording session dialogue options start recording only when audio starts checkbox check to clear check all right now i have a choice now i'm going to go through my re- i've gone through my pre-setting things up for volume and so forth now i have my recording session choices and the first one here start recording only when audio starts checkbox check is start recording only when audio starts and then i have that check and what that's going to mean is that when i set it back here to the beginning of the record which i'm going to go ahead and do and try to keep from tearing up the record i've set it back to the beginning of the record now and that means that up until the time the music actually starts playing it's not going to actually start recording until it hears the music, all right? And so I can uncheck that if I want to. In this case, I am going to leave it checked because that gives us a little time to um, make sure we have our mics turned down and so we aren't hearing that on our recording. All right, and I'm going to tab. Tab, options, auto, dash, split files based on noise floor, checkbox, check, to clear, check, mark, press, space, bar. All right, auto, split files based on the noise floor. I'm going to let it do that. So hopefully what I'm going to come out with, if I have everything set right, uh, is every time one song ends, it's going to make a file for that song. So I'll end up at the end of the record with a file for each song on the record. All right. And let's tab again. Tab options left parent current noise floor equals 7 dB right parent button to activate press space bar. All right, it says the current noise floor is 7 dB minus 7 dB, and we'll leave it there. Tab options duration at which noise floor must be maintained for a split to occur colon edit spin box 5 to set the value used to And we're going to say that it has to to the length of the silence has to be at least 5 seconds, or it's not going to split the two files. That's simply done so that you're not, if there's a small pause in the music somewhere in the middle of the song, it's not going to give you two separate files for the same in the same song. And I figured if I put it at five, there's less chance of that happening. Tab options duration at which noise floor must be maintained for a split to occur. Colon spin control five. To set the value, use and the arrow keys. And that's that again. Tab options playback audio while recording. Checkbox not checked. To check press space bar. No, we do not want to play the audio while we're doing the recording. Uh, or at least not through their software. We're gonna we're gonna hear it, but we don't want to hear it through their software. In addition to hearing it through the speakers, anyway. Tab options discard recorded files that are shorter than colon checkbox not checked. The check press space bar. Okay. If we wanted to, we could specify here that if a file is is too short, and we can put in a size and say if the file is smaller than this, then throw it away. It's no good. All right. Tab, recording file name dot 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 button to activate. And press. if we hadn't already put the file name in, we could put it in there. Tab, record button to activate. Press and there's my record button. And when I hit the record button, 
I will have already turned my mics down and I will start the I will actually start the record um, playing and we'll see what happens here space recording file name dot 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 button recorded the uh, the record or part of the record and I'd let you hear the beginning uh, as I was starting the recording session uh, but I didn't let you hear the finished product yet and we'll do that here in a little bit uh, at the end of this basically you've seen the whole process uh, what's going to happen is when the album finishes uh, a side is the way I usually do it. I want to let it go and play the whole side of the record. And I will take and while the record is replaying, uh, you, the, you can go and find your pause button with your speech. Tab it over and find your pause button. Uh, and when you come to the end of the side, you hit the space bar on the pause button. And that'll give you time then to flip the album over and put your uh, tab back over to the record button. And then once you have the record turned over, then you uh, start the turntable, hit space bar. And as soon as it starts hearing music, it's going to start recording again. And you do the second side. And during the second side, while it's playing, you're going to go find, with your speech, go find the stop button. And when it comes to the end of that side of the record, you'll hit spacebar for the stop button, and you will stop the recording. All right. And that way, then you'll have, uh, at that point, you will have a file for each song. And then we can go ahead and do the other processes if we want to. At this point, we have our MP3s. If we wanted to go ahead and do a CD, uh, there is a choice in the menu to uh, burn a CD. And at th that point, you could go and burn a CD from the MP3s. Uh, in this case, it would be you would be making an MP3 CD. Um, and, but you could also uh, choose to make an audio CD from the MP3s. Um, but your best choice, if you're going to want to make a CD, is to save as a WAV file instead of an MP3, as we chose to do in this recording. Okay, now here is the 
Last File, the last song on the first side of the album that we were playing with earlier, so that you can hear just what quality uh, you actually get from the NCH software once it's finished recording your album and cleaning up the file. presentation is brought to you on main menu courtesy of david woodbridge and vision australia to find out more about vision australia visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org vision australia blindness and low vision services hi in this demonstration i want to show you how to navigate the web using safari with voiceover on the Apple Mac. I've got my MacBook turned on. Voiceover is running, of course, with Command F5 to turn it on and off. I'm going to make sure I'm at the desktop screen of my Mac by pressing Shift VO and VO, of course, being the two keys, Control and Option, and D for desktop. So VO Shift D. Desktop Vision Australia. Dictate profile. Selected Dictate User profile. I'm going to bring up my Applications list by pressing. Shift Command A. Applications. List view table. No selection. And by the way, I'm pressing the control key to shut the voice up so that it's not talking over me all the time. This is a list view. Now by the way, if your find window says icon view, for example, 
the way to get it back to list view because that's what voiceover prefers it's command and number two so the command key plus number two which is the number row just below your row of function keys now we're on a list table we need to interact it to get to the items inside that table so we interact with that table by pressing shift vo down arrow interact with list view table row we want to get the safari now we could do vo down arrow and keep going until we got the safari but you can just type in the first couple letters of an application's name. So let's do SA for Safari. Safari app. And we're on it. Let's do VO space bar to open it. Open Safari window HTTP colon slash. Now we want to open up a web page by pressing Command L for location. Open location ellipsis HTTP. And let's type in www.visionaustralia.org. W selection W Apple is I on Australia ON. Uh, because I've actually previously typed this in, I've only typed it partially, and I'm just going to press the enter key and it should load the web page for us. So what it's doing now, even though it's not talking, it's actually loading in the web page. Australia-blindness and low vision services image list three items blank skip to content blank change text size. Okay, so what I'd like to do on all web pages, let's go to the top of this current web page for Vision Australia. And to do that, we just press Shift. And because I'm using a Mac keyboard without the full-size keyboard, so it's a MacBook laptop keyboard, it's actually Shift Function VO left arrow. Vision Australia dash line is in low vision services image. Okay, so if we wanted to check what our current page is or current window, it's VO Function Key Two F Two. Window Home dash Vision Australia website. That's the title of the actual web page. And we can double check the application name, of course, which is be Safari, by pressing VOF1. Safari 3, run applications. Okay, and I've currently got three applications running, Finder, TextEdit, and Safari. And let's check what the voiceover cursor is currently focused on by pressing VOF3. Vision Australia dashed line is in low vision services. Image is in the voiceover cursor. You are okay. currently on image inside the... So to bring up the web rotor, it's VOU. Open Red Ivan Rotor. Links 47 items. So I've got links. So let's, I can do VO left arrow right to go through the web rotor. Let's do VO right arrow. Auto web spots, 14 items. Auto web spots. These are lists of items that VoiceOver is identified as being of significance on this web page. So we can actually go through them with just VO down arrow, like all the lists. So VO right arrow again. Form controls, two items. Form controls, two items primarily being edit box and probably a search button. So VO right arrow again. Web spots, zero items. And no web spots. Uh, usually you can actually set web spots on a web page to jump to like hotspots. Visited links, one item. Visited links, one item in the list. Non-visited links, 46 items. Non-visited links, 46 items in the list. Tables, zero items. No tables, so zero items. Frames, zero items. Zero frames. Images, 12 items. Images, 12. Headers, 21 items. 21 headers in the list. Links, 47 items. And we're back to links. So I normally like to go to headers first in a web page. So let's do VO left arrow to go back to headers. Headers, 21 items. Okay, and let's go down the list with VO down arrow. Two regular eye checks prevent glaucoma. Two help us to help others in our own appeal. Two government websites set to become more accessible. Two sponsors seeing eye dot from the class of 2010. Okay, now if I want to get to any of those headers, I just do VO space part to select. Heading level 2, sponsor seeing eye dot from the class of 2010. And then if I start doing VO right arrow, which, which is read 
to the right. We'll start reading down line by line. Yo, Rick and Yuma are two of our adorable pups in our class of 2010. We need your help to train Yo, Rick and Yuma, the seeing eye dogs of the future. And again with the right arrow. List one item. Blank. Sponsor seeing eye dog up. And so on. So let's go back to the top of the page again, just to be consistent. So let's do shift function VO left arrow. Vision Australia dash blindness and low vision sources. Let's go back to our web browser with VOU. Open web item rotor, headers, 21 items. And let's go to links. So VO right arrow to go to links. Links, 47 items. And VO down arrow to go through the list. Skip to content. Change text size. Change contrast. About us. Services. Library. Resources. Training. Events. News. Jobs. Our stories. Support us. Shop. Vision Australia Radio. Actually, let's do VO up to go to the shop. Shop. And VO spacebar. Link. Shop. And that's taking us to the item on the web page, which is link shop. So that's a hyperlink. So now if we want to activate the link, we just press VO spacebar a second time to activate it. Press link. Shop. HTML content. And it's now opening up the for the online shop for Vision Australia. So if we wanted to navigate this web page, we would just do shift function VO left arrow to go to the top. Vision Australia dash Linus and low vision services logo image. Bring up the web browser with VOU. Open web item rotor, links, 67 items. And we're on links. Let's go to headers, which is VO left arrow to go back to headers. Headers, six items. And let's see where we've got the headers. So VO down arrow. Two section navigation. One job home. Two welcome to Vision Australia's online shop. Three bestsellers. Three specials. Okay, that sounds interesting. Let's go to specials, so VO spacebar. Heading level three, specials. And let's read down line by line with VO right arrow. Blank. Scramble dash low vision, black and white. Price colon, five zero dollars and zero zero cents. Code colon, ES8011 blues dollar nine five now dollar four nine. And so on. So let's go back into the web rotor again with VOU. Open web item rotor, headers, six items. And we'll go VO right to the links. Links, 67 items. And VO down and go through the links. Skip to content. Change text size. Change contrast. Home. And we want home, so let's just reo spacebar. Link. Home. Takes us to the link on the web page. And to activate the link, of course, we press it a second time. Press link. HTML content. And that's now taking Vision us back Australia to the original Vision Australia homepage. Now let's say we wanted to find the edit box on the screen with the web rotor. We can do VOU for the web rotor. Open web item rotor. Links 47. Let's VO right arrow to the forms. Auto web spots. Form controls. Two items. And it's VO down arrow. Search edit text. There's the edit text box. VO spacebar. Search edit text. And run the search edit text. We can now type in a search stream. So let's type in W E B Web space A C C E S S I B I L I T Y. And let's use the web writer to V O U. Open web item rotor. Form controls. Two items. Web accessibility search edit text. That's our search we just typed in. V O down arrow again. Go button. That's a go button. V O spacebar. Button. That takes us to the go button on the page and to activate it, of course, like in links. V O spacebar. Press go button does the search for us and it's currently now searching HTML for content. web accessibility Vision Australia now that's one way to actually navigate a website what voiceover also does is it actually has commands to jump to those elements on a web page without using the web rotor so for example if I hold down control option so the VO keys command key and H for header we can go forward header by header, 
with the shift key, so shift video command H, we can go back header by header. If we want to jump to links, it's actually control option or VO command and L for link. We just go to the next link and to go across the previous link it's shift control option command L. Now those keys get a bit cumbersome because you're holding down so many keys so that's one reason for the web rotor. But there's also a really cool way of navigating with just the cursor keys using the web rotor. And what that is you turn what's called quick nav on by holding down the left and right arrow. Quick nav on. And now, to, for me to cycle for the red rotor this time, I can press up and right to go forward, or up and left to go back through the web rotor item. So let's do up and right and keep going. Web spots, visiting links, non-dash visiting links, tables, frames, images, headers. Okay, now this time what I can do now do, I can just press my up and down arrow on my cursor across to just go through the headers on the web page. So I'm pressing down arrow now. Heading level one, search results. Heading level two, our clients. Heading level two, tips. Okay, if we want to go back to our list of links, I can press the web rotor again with up and right arrow. Links. There's our links, so let's now go up arrow and we'll go up, up the page with link. Top link, advanced search link, next page link. Four link, three link, two link, and so on. If we wanted to find a form element like an edit box again, let's use the web rotor. So up and right. Auto web spots, form controls. Now let's press up arrow and see if we can get it to an edit field or a button. No, we tried up. Let's try down arrow. Nothing there. Okay. Let's use the full web rotor itself with VOU. Open web item rotor. Form controls. Zero items. And I should have listened to that before. There's actually zero items in the forms control. But let's press via left arrow to go back to list of links. Auto web spots, eight items. Links, 59 items. Okay, now I can press VO down arrow to find the home link. But if I just type in HO for home. Six items, home. That's the home. Let's press VO space bar to move to that spot. Visiting link, home. And let's press VO space bar to activate Prep. it. HTML content. Vision Australia dashed blindness and low vision services image list three items. So that's a really quick demonstration of how to navigate using the web rotor with VoiceOver or using the quick nav application keys for the cursor cross. And if you want to turn quick nav off, you just hold the left and right arrow keys and it'll turn it off. Quick nav off. Turn it on again by just doing the same thing. Control with the two keys held down, so left and right arrow. Quick nav on. Now one thing I didn't actually show you when I was actually using that was I can also open up a link. So rather than me pressing VO spacebar in quick nav, if I just hold down the up and down arrows together, that also is the perform action command. So let's just use quickly, let's just do up and right to cycle between the links. Auto web spots. Form controls, web spots, and let's visiting go around back down to links, tables, frames, images, headers, links. Okay, let's go down arrow by itself to go through the list of links. Change text size, change contract, about us, let services. Okay, let's say we want to go to about us. So let me do up and down arrow together. Press link, HTML content. 
Vision Australia dash blindness and low vision services. Image. List three items. Blank. Skip to end. And we're on the about us. So let's see if we've got a header which is about us. So let's do up and right to rotate around to header. Auto web spots. Form controls. Web spots. Visited links. Non dash vid. Tables. Frames. Images. Headers. And let's do demo to see what we've got. Heading level two. Site navigation. Heading level two. Section navigation. Heading level one. About us. And there we go, that was just me pressing the download to move by the header element that we chose with the web rotor. And that's all there is to it. So you can really get up some fantastic speed if you're using the web rotor VOU or you're using the quick nav rotor, which is left and right to turn it on, up and right or up and left to go backwards and forwards through the web rotor items. And then when you're on the item, you want to actually navigate by whether it's header, link, form. Up and down arrow, then moves by that element. If you want to perform an action on a link, rather than pressing VA spacebar, you can press up and down arrow keys together. And of course, then to turn the quick nav off if you don't wish to use it, it's left and right held down, and that will turn it off. So I hope it's been of some use and explain navigating using the web rotor with voiceover. It is quick. It does give you several ways to do things, and I find it a fantastic experience. So I hope that's been of some use to you. I'm then going to press Command Q to close Safari. Finder, Window, Applications. And I'm going to close all windows on my Mac by pressing Command Option W. Close all. Now in Desktop. Vision. And if you've got any other questions about using VoiceOver on the Mac, please feel free to contact the Deputy Technology Service at Vision Australia on 1300 847 466. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Hi, I'm David Tanner, host of Main Menu. I'd like to take this opportunity to remind you of a couple of things. Number one, to come by and see us at the Main Menu webpage at www.mainmenu.acdradio.org. And while you're there, sign up for our Main Menu Friends mailing list. We'd love to have you on the list and have you input ideas on how we can continue to improve Main Menu. Also, while you're at it, if you have the opportunity, buy and see us on Twitter. You can access us on Twitter at twitter.com slash main menu. On behalf of the entire Main Menu staff, I'd like to thank you for being with us today here on Main Menu. We'll look forward to seeing you back again next week. Meantime, you have a good week, and we'll see you soon.